You're listening to Relationship Monday. This is the podcast of the program, which airs on Facebook Live each Monday from 7.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you would like to watch the Facebook Live video, search Monty Weatherall on Facebook. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Relationship Monday. I am your Relationship Monday host and your Relationship Coach, Monty Weatherall. As usual, I'm in the studio with my lovely wife. She's right here. Hey, baby, how you doing? I'm great. Hi, everybody. You doing all right? Yes. Having a good day? Yes. Because you're home with me. Hallelujah. <laughs> we got a great uh, show that's lined up for you. Man, we got a lot of stuff. This show is hot as usual. I want to welcome those of you who are listening via the Spotify app or the Anchor app on podcast because Relationship Monday is spreading its wings. So not only can you see us on video, you can also hear us on audio. All of the folks that's on, Antoine Taylor said he's the first that's to come on today. What's up, King Antoine? I'll be there with you in a minute. Antoine, I want you to start sharing this video so we can catch everybody else that's out in the world. We didn't speak one minute late. I don't think that should make a big of a difference. We got a great show that's lined up for you today. We have a wonderful guest. In about five minutes, I'm going to bring, I call her the realness expert. I just gave her that name. I don't know how she's going to feel about it. She's going to tell me, but actually she's on with me right now. I'm going to bring her down because you can see her. Uh, but I call her the realness expert, actually. And she's smiling. So I, I hope she likes that title. She keeps it real, but you know, she keeps it classy. She keeps it intelligent. And she was on the screen with me. And so you'll come back and see her later. You know, what's been going on, man, is we've been having technical issues with Relationship Monday for about three or four weeks or so. I think it's the evil one because some days it acts great and some days it doesn't. But uh, my guest, as you see, Anna Nicole Lacey, you've seen her. She'll be back up in about five minutes, ready to rock and roll. Here's four ways that you can get involved in today's program. You can inbox me your private relationship questions at Monty Weatherall here on Facebook. You can also give us a call. The screen, uh, the number here is right on the screen at 618-230-3839. That's 618-230-3839. You can also comment here on the comment section, as many of you are already doing. Carly Jonas White is saying hello. Tammy March Banks is saying hello. I'm just going right through this. Ramonda Smith. And this is what you can do. We want to hear your commentary. Uh, and we want to read it. I know Anna and I and Kim and I, we're going to go back at the end of the show and just kind of read what you are saying. So you can call us. You can inbox us. You can comment on the section. And finally, what I love, the most important thing that you can do for us on Relationship Monday is absolutely share this video. There are 24 of you on uh, normally. Like I said, our numbers have been down for the last couple of weeks, I think. When I took the three weeks off, I don't know if people found other stuff to do on the net. I know the TV season is back on, baby. Uh, 911 is back on, and the Good Doctor, and the new set. The end of, I've been not telling about all these shows. They're gonna leave us and go watch TV, but uh, stay on for the next hour. So I want everybody to share this video. I'm gonna ask you to do that in about about three or four more times throughout the duration as you hear our intro music is going on. But before I bring my guest on tonight, we're gonna I'm gonna tell you what we're gonna be talking about. Five lessons that you wish grandma would have told you about relationships. I, I thought about this, like I wanted to get some sage wisdom in. If you had a conversation with your grandmama and she was sitting down with you in her in her in with her with her tribe in the village, 
what are five lessons you wish grandmama would have told you about relationship? I didn't say grandma or granny or grams or pop or grand. What, what other names do they got out there for grandma? Mima. Mima. I ain't say no Mima and all that. I want a grandmama. Old okay. school. Glammom. <laughs> no glammom. None of that. We want a grandmama. Anna's going to help us with that. And then we're going to give you nine ways to overcome adulterous affair we're going to get through all of this tonight because i put it off from last week and i know some people logged on to watch that my mama's on here hello mama debbie tells her hello everybody i'm watching hey mom i'm glad you're watching and we're not anthony anderson and his mama yet but we're getting close <laughs> thanks for watching um okay so before we get started with anna in a little bit we also have a segment that we like to call before we get started and that's what we're going to bring on the screen right now it's called before we get started i okay so i tell you what we're having oh. issues with everything tonight but i got my guest here i'm not going to play that graphic because i can't find it on the screen all right so here's a before we get started segment and i want to play it for i want to i want to play my graphic for you guys but again Oh, BeLive is really acting up. I'm, I can't, you know, Facebook just bought a new app that's going to allow you to stream these talk shows, baby. I can't wait till they go ahead and go live with that because BeLive just sent me a, a, a re-up. I'm not re up and I'm going month to month until so I can get out of this contract. All right. So here we go. Before we get started, we had a question from someone who inboxed me earlier, guys. And check this out. It says, if a man cheats on his girlfriend young in the relationship will he always be a cheater later on in their relationships and in possible marriage as they get older so she wants to know if a man cheats baby on his girlfriend in their relationship will he always be a cheater uh later on when they get married forever in their relationship so uh, basically once a cheater is he always a cheater uh, let's check this out well, here's what I first of all, I want to thank you for such a transparent question. I'm going to do my best to give you an answer. I want to say this. The first thing you got to look at is that there are no absolutes. So I don't like saying once a cheater, always a cheater. In fact, uh, you know, a lot of hot debates are going on in, in the public eye right now about can you are you are you your past? Right. And so that's what we have to answer tonight. There are no absolutes. In fact, there are always exceptions to the rule. Um, I know men who have cheated on their girlfriends and have never cheated again, uh, no longer in the relationship, you know, no longer. They never cheated again in the relationship or after they got married. But I believe they stopped cheating because they got the revelation of two things. One, the man realized that their cheating had really nothing to do with the girlfriend and it was some immaturity or brokenness on them. You know what? One thing we, we often find out uh, when you look at uh, sexual affairs, and we're going to be talking about this a little later on tonight, is that it really has little to do with sex or the other person. Most times, if men are honest, when cheating happens, it has it has little to do with the other person. Now, there may be some atmosphere set. We're going to talk about that a little later. But when a person steps out of their relationship, it has something to do with immaturity or brokenness in them. The second thing I want you to realize is that when a man stops uh, not only does he realize that's because of some brokenness and immaturity in him, but he also came to realize that the woman that he's with is the prize and she's the one that have his heart and they're never going to put that relationship in jeopardy again. And what happens is, especially when the cheating is exposed and when that woman makes a hard stance, 
that I'm going to teach you how to treat me and this behavior is unacceptable. And 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 so when there when he noticed that when he understands that there's going to be some consequences and dare I say repercussions to uh, the cheating and he realized that she is the prize, that he really loves her, that he needs to get himself together, then that's when the cheating stops. Now, here is what I'm going to say, guys. Those are the exceptions. My rule has always been this, baby. Typically, when a guy cheats on his girlfriend, that's because there's something in him that's deficient. And it's deficient in him. And she's not the one that he's willing to change for, that he's willing to look at those deficiencies and say, you know what? I need to look at myself and I need to grow up. And typically what happens is because she's not the one that he will look at and say, I need to look at myself. There are some deficiencies. I want to change from to, to be a better me for me, but I also want to change for to be a better me for this woman. Typically when she's not the one, here's what I've seen. And she's not worthy of changing for oftentimes that cheater will keep on cheating because he'll feel there's something in his subconscious in his core that knows to him not to the world but to him that she's not the one that he deems worthy enough to change for and so he'll keep cheating i gave you the exception before but typically guys will continue to cheat because he's really only going to change for a special type of woman steve harvey says only one woman i don't believe out of seven billion people in the world there's only one woman a man to change for but i believe there's a special type of woman that a man to change for and when he deems her worthy enough that he can look at his deficiencies in him that's lacking as a man he will change for her and thus stop cheating most men when they're not with that special person will continue to cheat so what you have to determine uh if, if this person has cheated on you are you that special person that he finds you can't change him but are you that special person that he finds worthy enough to look at himself and change for what, what do you think about that baby I absolutely agree 100%. I don't believe necessarily once a cheater, always a cheater. I believe that there has to be a standard set. And if they've cheated, you have to let them know that this cannot happen. That's something that you won't tolerate. And that's something that will lose you over. And if they can rise up to that and realize what they're losing, I think they will. And if they cheat again, then I think that's, giving you a sign that, yeah, this is more of a pattern. And it's really up to you at that point because you are the prize. It's up to you to decide if that's something you want to deal with. You know, baby, that's, that's, you know, that's something good that you said. I'm going to pull up something that uh, uh, my, my, our friend and a friend of the Relationship Monday show, Pastor Bradford, he just put a post up. And I think this is really apropos to the question that the person had asked here. And I want to pull this up. And we got Anna Nicole Lacey. She's in the lobby, I'm sure, before we get started. She may have something she wants to say about this. This is right up her alley. <laughs> I see her in the lobby smiling here. But um, I'm trying to pull up uh, Pastor Bradford, Michael Bradford. Um, ah, I want to see this coming up here. Uh, of course, uh, here we go. He's, he's up. He, he says something. He says, when you give a person chance after chance generally they don't learn that you're good they learn that they can be bad that they can be bad when you keep giving a person chance after chance generally they don't learn that you're good so they don't take this chance after chance say oh you know uh this queen is is work she's wonderful she's awesome what, they, what you really teach them is you can continue to treat me bad 
And so as 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 Kim so eloquently said, okay, so you forgive him once. And, and I'm saying him because this was a, a, a female that asked the question. So if you forgive him once, that's great. But you know, okay, you give grace. But after the second time, this is who he is. He's shown you who he is. He really showed you who he was the first time. I've given you two rules that you can look, two sides you can look at it. And, and, and that's going to take you to really look at your core. But if it happens a second time, like you said, baby, this is who he is. Listen, you're teaching him that you can do these things to me and there's not going to be any consequences. And so what you have to, if you've been the one that's been cheated on queen, what you have to determine is who are you dealing with? Thank you for asking that before we get started question tonight here on relationship Monday, it is seven 44. We're right on time. The second time tonight, I'm going to ask everybody to please share this video because right now I'm going to bring up, this woman, I mean, we just love her, man. I didn't realize, baby, don't we love this one? We love yes, Anna we Nicole, amen. This is her internet name. We have to make sure we give her Facebook name. <laughs> but we just love her. And I didn't even realize that you guys worked together until about the second or third time she's on the show. She is so awesome. I asked her, would she give me the honor of being on here tonight, just her and I rapping about relationships on Relationship Monday? Everybody, let's give some claps, some love, too. The Queen, Anna Nicole Lacey. How you doing, Queen? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much. You know, the curtains make it seem like you're in Powell Symphony Hall somewhere. That looks so grand. It <laughs> I'm looks, all theatrical today. <laughs> yeah, it looks so grand. It, it looks so grand. All right, guys, we want you to share this video for the second time. Everybody share. Now, here's what I'm asking before we get started. I need everybody to share this video because, you know, what happens is your shares help this show continue to grow. There are people that you know that I don't know, and, and your people see it, and then they'll watch the show. And, and it's by the shares and the views, and I'm going to continue to do this week after week. All right, Anna, let me just set this up. So I asked you to be on the show today because I knew you are such a sage of wisdom. And I really don't just say that for the viewers. I really think that much of you uh, in terms of the wisdom that you espouse and that you give, right? And and I was I was thinking, you know, I want to give our viewing audience here on Facebook Live and those that's watching, uh, listening via Spotify and Anchor app, some sage wisdom that if we had a grandmama, right, <laughs> who could teach, if we could, we, we could peek back into our ancestry and she could sit the tribe down, what are five lessons that we wish grandmama would have taught us about relationships? Here in 2018, you can go back to 1980, 1988, 1990, you know, and grandmama just we just in her living room and she's talking to us. I figure that you would be the perfect person <laughs> to come on tonight and talk about that and then just go deep into the wisdom that grandmama would espouse to you and that you can teach us. Are you ready for the tax tonight, great woman? Yes, yes, yes. We're going we gonna to do our very best today. <laughs> Well, let's talk about it. So, uh, do you, wait a minute. Let me ask you this before we get started on that. Do you want to go into this whole cheating thing, or you, you're good with the answers Kim and I gave? What, what say? No, you? you know what? The first thing I thought about was I posted something on Facebook a few weeks ago, and it got so many shares and likes because people really understood this. If you give a person the opportunity to break your heart enough, they will eventually break your spirit. So you have to protect your heart. You got to protect your spirit. I'm all for giving people grace. And I think that we all need grace. So you can't just be, you know, in absolutes about anything because we all fall. But I do think there is some absolute validity to the fact that you teach people how to treat you. And if you teach that person, man or woman, that 
disrespect for you is okay, it's tolerable, it's, it's acceptable, then they're going to disrespect you. They're like children in that way. Because cheating to me is about self-control or lack thereof. It's not about the other person. It's not about anything else. It's not about sex. It's about self-control or lack thereof. And if you give a child who has no self-control free reign over the kitchen, guess what's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> That's all the cookies gone. <laughs> all of them. Cookies, the milk, cookies. everything. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> That's good. I, I wanted to get your your opinion on that. So because I know, again, I knew you would give us some great nuggets. If you get it to person try to break your heart, they'll break your spirit. You know, and that's just so true. Even us, those of us who believe in spiritual warfare and everything. And I teach to I teach our congregation to love church every week uh, that the heart and the spirit are one. It's the same thing. So what you said is absolutely true. If you let them break your heart. They're going to break your spirit. So you yes. cannot continue to let them do that. Yes. All right. Five lessons that. I wish grandmama <laughs> would have taught me about relationships. What's number one, Queen? So number one is life is not fair and neither is love. Let's talk about I hear people say all the time, like, well, that's not fair. And it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. And that's not fair because I was good to him or her. And I was all of these things that they got down on their little resume that don't matter in relationships, right? Right. <laughs> but they feel like they're all these things and it's not fair that things did not end up the way that they desired for them to end up. So for me, that's kind of twofold. Hey, life ain't fair. Nobody told you that. Your granny did not tell you that. <laughs> it's never been fair. And love is not fair. Just because you love somebody doesn't mean that you own them. You don't possess mm. them. You just love them. It's an exchange of energy. And it can be forever or it can be just for a short period of time. And the reality of the situation is, is that if you are a believer, you're supposed to just find a spouse. So that's only one of your relationships is supposed to be forever. Wow. The rest of them are just trial and error, right? Wow. So it's not that's fair. It's not meant to be fair. It's about lessons learning and moving on. That's good. That's good. Baby, I see you say, I heard you say, wow. What, what, what say you, baby, to that? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> the pastor is in the building. <laughs> Life is not fair. That's right. And it's fair. And like you say, the one is the one. And Things like that are going to happen. That's that's really good. What say you, Relationship Monday audience? Amen. Someone says, I agree. It happened to me. You know, and that's it. We because you know, if you have these relationships and you're just and your whole life falls apart, you know, you you cannot you you have to have a realistic view on life, you know, especially and what you say to especially to the young chicks. And I don't mean I don't mean women, chickens, the little chickens, men and the they call men chick, little young chicklets, chicks. <laughs> I'm talking about what they call baby chickens. All baby chickens are chicks, right? Yeah. Baby, all chickens. Yeah. So I'm not talking about the women, the young chicklets. What would you say to? Let me just say it right. What would you say to the young people? The youngins. The youngins who think that love, man, it's supposed to last forever. What do we? What say you? I think love can last forever. I think our understanding of love is very messed up. So. Mm. Love is a, is an energy. Love is a spirit. I don't take it back from you just because we're not together anymore. That's but good. just because I love you doesn't mean that we have to be together and I got to be with you and you got to be mine. That's not love. That's possession. That's a whole different energy. If I love you, I've never unloved anybody. So if that's I loved good. you at one point, I still love you and I want the best for you and I, I wish you well and I'm rooting for you and I'm your biggest cheerleader. That doesn't mean we got to have fellowship and them two different things. <laughs> that don't mean we're going to stay in relationship. But love is is that's an undying bond. So yeah. you don't have to, to unlove somebody. You know, that's something that I had to really come to grips with. Uh, and, and when you come to grips with that statement you just made, that love is eternal. Yes. 
You know what? A lot of times I think we can even move on from relationships quicker. Yes. We realize that love is eternal because really what happens, I see a lot of times is we're fighting the conflict that's going on within. They broke your heart. You had to end the fellowship or the relationship, but you still love them. But then you try to mask love as anger and mad and, and rage <laughs> and broken heart. Instead of saying, look, the love is eternal. I still love this person, but we have just hit a crossroad in our relationship where we cannot be in relationship or fellowship together. But yes. the love doesn't have to diminish. The, rom the romantic activities may have to end. Don't mean my love is going to end. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really I, I really agree. And I had to come to grips with that. And that's really not only helped me, but it helped uh, it's helped me help a whole lot of people. Because you're, yes. you're like, I think you're, that, inside, you're battling your subconscious in your core. Like, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to feel this way. I'm supposed to be angry. No, just accept that that, that you you love you love this person. We just can't be together yeah. no more. Right. Ever hate romantically. Is confused love. It's, hate is nothing but confused love. If you feel that passionate still about somebody, that you hate them and you're angry and you're stopping their Facebook and all that other stuff, you just love them. You just have displaced it. <laughs> you just, let me just put it back where it is and move on with your little life. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to slam on the brakes. <laughs> See, I, I, I want y'all to hear these nuggets she just dropped. Because I want, and here's why it's funny. That's why I love having her on. We get it, it gets to clicking and hot early on. So, Anna, what you're saying is if you're dating somebody and they're still mad and enraged about their ex Ooh. and they're angry you need to say pump the brakes wait a minute now Done. yes <laughs> you're not Done. fooling nobody no you still have these romantic englands and feelings that you need to deal with call me later when the rage calms down because i know yeah. behind the rage is really a love that you haven't dealt with yet yes absolutely i have yeah. absolutely stopped talking to people for that exact reason if you're still that passionate the opposite of love is not hate, it's apathy. So mm -hmm. if you don't care anymore, then you're apathetic. You don't wish them ill, you're not stalking them, you're not doing none of that. But if you're still that engulfed in your emotions that you're like, ah, you gotta talk about it and tell me every bad thing she ever did to you and she kicked your puppy when you was eight and you know, all of that, that's that's love. That you just ain't figured out. <laughs> exactly, go work that out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> please do. <laughs> So we're, we're here with, with, with the wonderful, awesome Anna Nicole Lacey. Again, I, I just asked her to give me the honor of just giving her a solo, just her and I and Kim tonight on Relationship Monday. We're talking five lessons that I wish grandmama would have told me about relationships. And yes, I'm saying grandmama, because I want to I wanna go back to the tribe, to my ancestors. They talked to me, grandmama. You, that's some things you should have taught me that you didn't tell me. I wish you have taught me this. What's number two, queen? So my number two is self-love is the best love. So the longest standing relationship we'll ever have in this world is with yourself. Mm. If you cannot stand to be in your own company. Why would anybody else want to be around you? If you have not mastered the art of loving who you are, no one else can love you enough to fill that hole. So you've got to get, I think we have such a disconnect in our ability to process how we feel about ourselves. Mm. So you're trying to fill your, yourself with other people, shopping, men, women, sex, drugs, whatever it is you're trying to fill yourself with. You can't fill yourself with nothing but you. <laughs> so until you get to that part, you'll forever be chasing your tail. That's good. Self-love is the best love. You know, um, I'm, and, and, and allow me to um, just go back and forth here with you. You know, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I, there's something I want to, that's a, that's a lesson at church I, I'm ready to teach so bad. I'm in another series. I wish I could say, stop, I need to teach this. 
you know, we talk about, you know, Jesus, the law of Christ says, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. We focus so much mm-hmm. on loving our neighbor. Mm-hmm. But we don't hear the because of that as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And what's implied in that is I can't love my neighbor unless I love myself. Yes. And so if it's as I love myself, that also implies that me loving myself has to come first. Yes. You know, one thing uh, Pastor Bradford said at the Emerging Conference, it was a great conference. He says, look, man, we need to re- we need to rewire our thinking. We need to stop saying, you know, you need to love somebody more than you love yourself. No, you're never going to love somebody more than you love yourself. You you're going to love them. To, you, yeah. and, and really, you don't, even though we say that, yeah. you know, you're only going to love them to, to me. Then Tell me what you think. To the degree that you love yourself. You're only going to love them to that degree. Now, you might treat them better than you treat you. <laughs> right. But you you really got to learn how to love yourself. When you really learn how to love yourself, as Anna's saying, self-love is the best love. Then you'll see you have so much love to give that romantic partner. Amen to that. That's good, Queen. Number number three. My number three. (laughs) (laughs) You are so funny. You cannot put a Band-Aid on a bullet hole. So this ties back into number two. If you are trying to fill a gushing wound with a Band-Aid, and that Band-Aid is a new relationship, and you're one of those people that are chasing monogamy. So I know people that have a new, a new boo every three months, and you mm. are the most in love person. <laughs> For 60 to 90 days, you are so in love. <laughs> but you're trying to chase that high. The high yeah. you're looking for is what you need to fill with yourself. No one can live up to the expectation of filling a hole for you that you have not yet had the ability to learn to fill on your own. So it's unrealistic. So then when they don't when they they don't rise up to that, then you get rid of them for whatever reason. You find and pick. I have friends that will nitpick a man because his socks didn't match one day, so he gotta go. You know? yeah. His kids stink one day, he gotta go. Whatever it is, you find a reason to to get rid of him because you're chasing that those endorphins of oh, new love and I'm in love and I'm in love. And when love settles and it starts to look like real love where you got to do work love, you can't handle that because it makes you have to reflect on yourself. You know, sometimes people are mirrored to who you are and so who's inside of you. And so when you look in that mirror and it's like, "Mm, I like that. Instead of fixing the mirror, you just try to change change it and it doesn't doesn't change the reflection. Have you given any thought? uh, We have Anna Nicole Lacey on here. She's just, to me, a realness expert. I think her her calling is to really help people. I think your calling is to be a life coach. That's just me. But uh, from, your mouth to God, from your mouth to God's ears, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, I, 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 have you given any thought to how long would you uh, advise someone to wait after a serious relationship to get back involved in, in another one? So I don't know that there's a specific time frame because what I see people do is say, well, I wait six months, but you haven't done anything in those six months to heal yourself. So you got to heal and deal. So if that takes you 30 days to heal and deal and cry and process and you went to therapy four or five times, okay, I'm okay with that. If you waited a year and you've done nothing to, to grow or to better yourself or to figure out your two people have to build a relationship and it takes two people to destroy it. You are not mm-hmm. victims in life. There is no, you know, saints and relationships. Everybody's bringing their own baggage and stuff. So until you figured out the process of, okay, this is what I did to contribute to the success and the demise of this relationship. This is what I would do differently. Until you figure that part out, what I was looking for, 
why I was attracted to that person. You'll break up with somebody and they are like the scum of the earth. They're the lowest thing walking. You can't believe you ever lowered yourself to that. Well, they're a reflection of you. They were a reflection of the energy that you were putting in the world to, to even attract that kind of a person. So you got to figure out what's broken in you that keeps sending out that same vibe that you keep attracting that same tribe. So whether that be 30 days or 30 months, take the time to heal and deal. You know, and that is such a powerful answer. You know, uh, D, D Whitmore, I'm going to get permission to pick on you, sister, uh, not to embarrass you, but I just want uh, to, to use you for something that Anna just said. Because, and I'm not saying D Whitmore, I got your comment on it, I'm not saying you are, you are not doing this, right? But something that Anna just said that I think we have to really pay attention to because this is a mantra of mine. You, No matter how long you've been single, you got to do the work. And so Dia says she's been five, she says single five years so I can focus on me. But a lot of times what's going on is we're, we're not, we're, a lot of times what's going on is we're single five years. And not, I don't know your situation, D, but I know this is typical because when, when you're single five years, but a lot of times we're not focusing on us and we're focusing on us, but we're not doing the work to, to, to prepare ourselves for the next relationship, to learn the lessons that we need to learn. That's why I love what Anna just said. It could be 30 days. It could be three months. Now, now 30 days, I'll say if the, if the relationship was only three months, oh, okay, 30 days. Now, you can't have no 15-year relationship. Tell me, I'm, I'm back. At <laughs> I healed. You know, healed. You know, Jesus is a healer. Yes, he Boy, sit down. You so ain't ready. Garment, you hear me? The hymn his garment, I'm ready. <laughs> you know, you know, but what she said, what your, your premise, queen, is absolutely true. I don't care how long you are single as you have to do the work. If you're not doing the work, a five year time of being single or a, a 10 year time being single, you're going to find yourself in the same relationship that you were in before. It's just going to be with another human being because you didn't do the work. Yes, 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 yes. So are you ready for number four? I am. Number four. So it is the better doesn't always come before before the worst. So yes. we always get this, you know, happily ever after idea, this fairy tale in our head that things are just going to be grand. Sometimes the worst happens first. And I don't mean that just in marriage, I mean that just in life. Sometimes we don't we don't recognize that we have trauma. We got trauma that we're carrying around from when we were children. And we don't recognize. So we go through life and our adulting bleeding on other people who didn't cut us. And mm. it's not that somebody might teach us later on in life as adults. Like, oh, this is what you're doing. So you figured it out. So you're better. Doesn't necessarily come when you're 20 and you meet that new man and you think you're going to get married and live happily ever after. It doesn't always work that way. Sometimes you got to go through the mud to get to the other side. And then you understand like, OK, now I understand why I had to experience all of that. And my better, my best is yet to come. They have that song, you know, living my best life. And I used to say that. And I'm like, no, this ain't the best yet. <laughs> no, I ain't going to say that. You know, this ain't the best yet. I had to heal and deal with my own stuff. So now I'm in a place where the best is yet to come. And I'm okay with that. That's awesome. That's awesome. What do you think about what she's saying tonight, babe? I think she's spot on. I think she really is. I think we, we jump so quick and we have these fantasies and we're not being realistic about what we're really seeing. Yeah, that's awesome. That's all. We have the great guests, Anna Nicole Lacey here. She's already been through four. I asked her for 30 minutes and she's giving me right right at 30 minutes. So we have one more 
of our top five. See, we're trying to do different things on Relationship Monday to see how you guys are responding and how you like it. It is 8.03. Here's the second time I'm asking you to please share this video. I'm asking everybody on the line here to please share the video because when you share this video, it helps our show to continue to grow. Now, here's the deal. When the show's over, you can go back and delete all of the shares that you share, but I'm asking everybody to continue to share it. We're at 54, 55. I want to be at 105. And if everybody shared right now, one big surge, it will happen. Everybody share now. All right, Anna, we're at number five. We're talking five lessons that I wish grandma would have told me about relationships. What's the yes. So I think this is the most important one to me is that it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Life happens, things happen. Every day is not sunshine and rainbows and puppy dogs. Sometimes you are going to fall apart. Sometimes you're going to have stuff that happens that shakes you to your core, your absolute core. Sometimes your faith is tested. Sometimes you don't believe what you always thought you believed. Yeah. Things happen and just make you feel like you're going to be a whole different person on the other side of that. It's okay to not be okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think we have this idea in our heads that we have to be super. Take the cape off and just be human. That's the part that connects us to everybody. Just be human. It's okay. I have a lot of people that I talk to all the time. I'm like, just sit in your feelings for a minute. Like, just, just own it. It's called going through. You're not going to get stuck there. You're going to get mm -hmm. through it. <laughs> so mm -hmm. you got you to gotta acknowledge that you feel that particular kind of way. Because then what you do is you find yourself putting the Band-Aids back on your bullet holes again. Instead of Come just on. processing and healing. And so Come it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to go to therapy. It's okay to go to counseling. It's okay to see the pastor's word. It's okay to go to church. It's okay to get yourself lost in the Bible or whatever it is that you do. It's okay. It's okay to not be okay. You know, I love that. You know, uh, when I'm on tour here uh, with my book, Taking My Life Back, one of the things, especially uh, people in the church, you know, I love, I love Christians and I love church people, you know that. But um, one of the things I tell them, they, they look at me, I say, look, I went to therapy. Yes, not not as minister, whether or not, brother, no, as pastor Monty of Love Church. And it was okay. And it was one of the best decisions that I ever made in my life. I actually saw my, I don't think I told you this, baby, because I, I, you know, we so busy. I think the uh, last Thursday, I believe, I, I had to go to the hospital to visit uh, a congregant. And I saw my therapist. I, I just, I, and he was he was going up, walking into. I, I didn't stop him. I just looked at him, and I had such this this. I had such a feeling of love in my heart for this guy, you know, because he never knew I was looking at him. And I just remember all the work that we did in that office and how great it was. I was just, I'm really just, I'm just, baby, eternally grateful for him that he was there in that season. So yeah, it's okay in that season, like you said, to just chill out and say, look, I gotta work on me. I gotta do the work. No. Yes, yes, I know. I have, I have. I'm, I'm secure in God. I have a great relationship with God, but right now, I'm bleeding, and I need, I, and I need to, I need to sit down for a minute. Yes, absolutely. I think there is power in acknowledging your hurt. I think there is power in having an unbiased party. You know, we try to. I think the danger that people do is like you want to unload all your stuff on your friends, right? You want to unload everything on your particular circle. Yeah. Your circle is not always equipped to handle what you need to unload on them. Amen. And they're not equipped to give you the feedback that you need to move forward. Because you got some people that's just going to be like, yes, 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 girl, you're right. He was 100% wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with you. That ain't what you need. And then you have people that are going to take what you told them. And you got to be careful about a listening ear because it could become a running mouth. So you, you got to be real mindful of the things you put in the atmosphere. And so it's okay to go to an unbiased person. It's okay to go to a professional to get the actual help, to get the next steps. You talk to your friends when you're venting. 
you talk to a therapist when you're growing and you're healing. Those are different. There are some great therapists out there, man. If that's what you need, look, go and get it. My decision, speaking of which, and this this wasn't a pastor. And I have plenty of pastors that would, I, I wanted someone who was trained in therapy. This man used to be a pastor. He answered the real call in his life and became a therapist. So he was a Christian therapist that I chose to go see. Just one of the best decisions I made in my life. And so I'm glad you even you even slid that in there tonight. That's great. That's yes. great. Well, yes, Anna, I I, I, go, ahead. go ahead, Queen. No, I just think it's super important. I think that's the foundation of everything. If you don't heal and deal, it doesn't matter. You're not going to succeed in, in any avenue of life, not in your relationships, not in your co-parenting relationships, your children, not in work relationships. If you're not healing and dealing, you're going to just bleed on everybody. That's awesome. Well, Anna, I, I just asked you for 30 minutes, Queen. You gave me a, a great 38 minutes. <laughs> I want to thank Anytime. you so much. You know you're going to always be back on this show again and again and again with Hot Topics. Yeah. I wanted them to hear you solo tonight. I believe that was a great five lessons that uh, Grandmama should have taught us. And I think it was great. I want to thank you so much for being on tonight. Yes, no problem. Thank you. Bye, First Lady. Hi, thank you so much. You were awesome. <laughs> All right, thank you. I'll see y'all right. soon. Yes. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen, five lessons that I wish Grandmama would have taught me. What do you think, baby? I think she did a phenomenal job. Things, those are things that everyone needs to hear and uh, focus on and keep in their arsenal. I, I think so too. Because yeah, a lot of big mama's not here anymore for a lot of people. So they need to get some wisdom. Yes. Here's what I want y'all to do right now. I want I want to hear from you. How tell me, I want y'all to call me. I want somebody to put their phone down right now and, and give me a call. I want to hear from you guys. How did she do tonight? And you don't have to ask any questions. If you want to give a comment on what you on how you thought Anna did tonight, just go ahead and give us a call at 618-230-3839. That's 618-230-3839. I want to talk with you and get your reaction. I want you to react to Anna before we go to our next topic of the night. And don't forget now, I want you guys to share this video because we got another game. We got we got two more people we're going to bring on the show tonight to play a new game that we have dealing with Relationship Monday. This is called our, this is going to be our cash app giveaway at the end of our show. But uh, let's hear from you. 618-230-3839. What do you think about what Anna was saying tonight? One of these five lessons. What what impacted you the most? What uh, what 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 just whatever you, oh, you got any questions, whatever you want to talk about. We want to talk with you. All right, guys, here we go. So moving on. <clears throat> Baby. So last week we were supposed to talk about this. And I want everybody to share the video because I'm, you're going to miss those that's logged off. You know somebody or you know a couple that has been rocked by an affair. Our top question tonight in the before we get started segment was dealing with cheating. I want everybody to share this video right now because for the next 15 minutes or so, I'm going to walk you through how to really heal after an affair. It's something that we need to talk about, something that we need to be honest about, some tools that uh, you can give to your friends your family members i want everybody now to inbox somebody tell them right now i'm having some little difficulties here with my headphones tell everybody that uh that i'm on here and i'm giving these tips right now on on right now how to heal after an affair you're going to take this and you're going to share this with somebody who you know in your tribe in your circle that needs to hear this somebody already said i am watching 
that's uh alethea robinson said i am watching yes anna was awesome we love her we are we're fans of anna nicole lacy so all right here we go you know somebody that has been or a couple that has been rocked by an adulterous affair and it has shattered lives it has really rocked marriages it's done a lot of things to man just stall the relationship hurt the relationship the act of betrayal and a lot of people want to know how do i recover just give me a second here how do i recover how do we recover how do we move on well this is what we're going to talk about the second half here of relationship monday so overcoming an affair here's the first thing that i want you to realize number one i want you to realize that you can heal after the affair the first thing that i tell couples especially the person who was cheated on i first thing i, I ask them a lot of times is when they're in this affair when they're in this marriage where the affair occurred i said you know is there any time in the marriage i know you're i know you're hurt right now i know you're devastated right now i i i ask you and i asked them for permission can we push past the tears and the anger and the rage right now and is there at any point if you can see yourself you just listen to your core if you can see yourself really forgiving this person who betrayed you and you know what i hear all the time is i'm so mad right now but i think i can i want you to realize number one that you can heal after the affair and here is something that i'll tell you that it's not the worst thing in the world i have seen many marriages recover after an adulterous affair so you need to realize that you can heal after an affair that's number one number two this is a big one you need to decide if you want to get over the affair or not yes you can this relationship can be healed after an affair but now you need to decide if you want to get over the affair or not now biblically you're free and clear to move on <laughs> i mean no 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 feeling bad no no guilt you're free to clear and move on but if you want to heal i want you to hear this you have to be prepared to do the work if you want to heal you have to be prepared to do the work now here is what i want you to understand let's say you decide that you're not going to get over it like i want to move on i want out this is too much i can't get over it i want you to know that you're going to have to make a decision that you're going to do the work on yourself to not be stuck in this moment baby i found a great clip from oprah winfrey that i want the people to see tonight i think it's a great and it really talks about this if you Check make the decision you're not going to stay in the relationship because you feel that the betrayal was so deep that it severed your trust forever and you can no longer trust that person again then you need to move on with it so i think that so many people live between the two trying to hold on to the past and yet in their head saying mm, but i should be able to move forward Anytime you hold on to the past for anything or any area of your life, it will show up. It, it will show up in 
your habits. It will show up in your behavior. It shows up in the way you treat other people. It shows up in the way you feel about yourself. It shows up in your health. It has to come out in some form because it's just an energy, just like everything else. It's just energy and it has to come out. I want you to hear that. So if you decide that you're going to move on, that, that this act of betrayal is, is something that you just can't get past, you're going to have to make up your mind that you're going to heal from it and you're going to get over it. Because if you don't, man, is that that leakage is going to spill on to other relationships, baby, from from not only your next relationship. Let's not even talk about your next relationship. People think we only think about spilling over to the next relationship. If you have children, it can spill over to your children. How many mothers and fathers? Because they didn't take the time to heal from the act of betrayal from their spouse. They take it out on the children. The children look like the parent. <laughs> the children act like the parent. So all that anger, all that rage, all that bitterness, because they didn't deal with it, it leaked out onto their children. It leaks out at work. It leaks out at church. What do you think, baby? You know, if you're going to make a decision to move on, you have to make a decision to move on and emotionally get the help you need to heal from it. Yeah, if you're going to, if you're going to, you got to make a decision if you're going to stay or you're going to go. And if you're going to stay to do the work and be open to the process. Uh, but you really got to, you really got to make a decision. That's the best way I can see it. You really got to make a decision because yeah. if you don't, it's going to do more harm than good. Yeah. And the decision has to be to heal since you made the decision mm -hmm. to move on. Right. You got, I, I'm not going to stay stuck in this, in this event. Yeah. Since you've decided you have a biblical right to leave and you have to make a decision to heal. Right. Number three, overcoming an affair, refuse to hold your mate emotionally hostage to his or her mistake. So you've made a decision to stay in this marriage. There's a phrase that I call, don't become an emotional terrorist. So you're saying, I'm staying, I forgive you, but you got to refuse to hold your mate emotionally hostage. As you just heard, it kind of goes into number two. If you decide to move on, let's say now I'm moving on in the relationship, I'm going to stay with this person in the relationship. You cannot keep bringing it up every single time there's an argument. You cannot keep bringing it up every single time years and now all of a sudden no matter what the person does babe you know they, they get to take out the trash well if you hadn't cheated on me you would remember to take out the trash oh but, i bet you took her trash oh that oh baby there it is <laughs> <laughs> you see see i'm glad that's why i wanted my baby to be on the show because you know you got to keep that woman's perspective right that shows something that shows something that we will say won't it mm -hmm. even even the man i i i bet you had no problem fixing his plate you know, you just go hold them hostage. You have to make a decision that you're not going to you're not going to become an emotional terrorist in this relationship. You gotta be refused that. You cannot do them. If you're going to do that, if you're going to tell me what you think about this, baby. If you're going to be in the relationship and if you're going to make them pay, then you got a biblical reason to get out. Don't spend the next 10, 20 years in hell. Right. Because you want to make them pay for the pain that they cause. Exactly. Some people in a relationship, honey, still knowing they should have got out after the affair, but now they just want to they just want to make them just pay for the hell they caused them. Yeah. You have to shift. You have to shift. Is it really about getting back or is it about getting better? Yeah. 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 And you got to make that decision. Mm -hmm. You got to make that decision. Number four, 
Here's what I love. I love this one. Do all that you can to make sure the doors to that affair is slammed shut. Make sure it is over. Do all that you can to make sure that the doors to that affair are slammed shut. Make sure that it's over. I have suggested in years of counseling and coaching that sometimes, bruh, you might switch jobs if yeah. you want this marriage. Sometimes you may, have, you know, I, but, but, but pastor, this is what they said to me, baby. But pastor, I've been there 10 years. I've been there 12 years. I got seniority, bro. Do you want this woman? <laughs> Do you want this family? Because I, because this woman is saying, I don't want you around that woman. You're going to have to look for another job. I'm talking about, you're going to have to change, you know, phone numbers, get off Facebook. You got to slam the door. Don't ease the door shut. Don't slam the door shut, board it up, nail it up. You got to make sure that it's over in all contact with that person. What says you, baby? I agree. I agree. It uh, It's about reestablishing the trust uh, and not allowing any temptation or Satan to come back in because you may be done, but the person that you were in the affair with, maybe they're not done. Maybe they still uh, have hope or want to just terrorize because you never know satan is busy and evil so you need to do everything to cut it off absolutely absolutely number five overcoming the fair answer any and all questions now here is one this is unconventional because you have two schools of thoughts here honey okay you have one school of thought of people that says you you shouldn't ask them all the details. You can't handle the details. You can't handle the truth. You don't want to know all of the, the details to this relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm not from that camp. Okay. I'm from the camp of this answer any and all questions because the person that's been cheated on, they're going to have questions. They're going to want to know, and, and, and they're going, they're going to want to know some intimate things. And a lot of times people, I heard people say this, baby. I've heard people say this. I've heard them say things like, uh, well, you can't handle all that. I don't want to hurt you by telling you all that. No, you don't want the embarrassment of the shame of putting out there everything y'all did. Right. Because what I found out, the person that's asking the questions, they need those answers to, to move on. Because their mind, the mind is so much more powerful than, than a lot of times any event. And so they want to know the answers to the questions that they have. Here's, here's what I say do, ladies and gentlemen. Here's what I say do. And this is something that's for me. This is unconventional, but I started doing this about 10 years ago with the couples that I was seeing and the couples that I was coaching. And one of the things that I, I started looking at is, is this. I say give Y'all sit down and you guys have a 24 hour period where you write before the 24 hour period. Let me let me lock in here. I got distracted where you write down every question that you can possibly think of. Ask this person. Sit down on it with your notebook. The person has been cheated on. And write down every single question. I don't care if the pages are 10 pages long, 12 pages long, or 20 pages long. Okay. Write down the questions to the questions, the answers that you think they're going to answer, the follow-up question to the question. And here's what I tell the couple. And this is work. Now I started this about 10 years ago. I'm going to write about this someday. 
I say then in 24 hour period, it don't have to be the next day after the revelation. It could be the next week or the next month. Once you got yourself together, sit down with your notebook. And I say, you guys have 24 hours, sit down and just, and, and ask them all the questions. And the person on the other side says, you're interested in healing this relationship and you want this relationship healed and you want this marriage repaired. But you sit there and you honestly answer every single question. Here's what I tell them. I want y'all to do this in a one day period. I don't care if it's 100 questions, 200 questions or 50 questions. I don't, a thousand questions. Every, get it all out on the table. And here's what I tell them. Once it's all out, once you're satisfied that they've answered you truthfully, you put that notebook away. You can even burn the notebook if you want to. But never again are we going to ask questions about this event. Here is what I found out happens for a couple of things that happens. What that does is that stops every single day. We're getting stuck with questions about the affair. It also stops from new stuff leaking out. I just say, look, hit them all at once. You remember, uh, baby, we were watching Mary Mary and Martina Campbell uh, when, when she found out that her husband Teddy was cheating on her. Mm -hmm. And I remember that one powerful episode and she was like, man, it, you just keep hitting me with more and more. I was just starting to move on that I got hit with some more stuff that you didn't tell me. And I remember telling you saying, and that's why I do this. Mm -hmm. This is exactly the reason why I say, look, you know, 10, 10, 10 I don't care if it's 10 notebooks work. And I don't care if y'all don't get no sleep. Take, it, take days off work. Both of y'all take a day off work. Let's handle this in a 24 hour period. Because what happens at that point, right? is that we can answer this, we can get it out and open, we can shut that door and we can move on without these questions keep popping up. Yeah, that's good. I think that's an excellent way to look at it and to proceed. Um, I wonder if somebody had, like once they did that, but a new question comes up, do they get the permission to ask? Well, I tell them no. Okay. I tell them no, because they shouldn't. that's why I say take your time. Mm -hmm. I, I tell them, they, all, they ask me, that. what if a new, no, this is the agreement. Because we ask both of you guys to get into this agreement. That's why I say take your time. Don't go into it. I mean, take you don't have to write the questions down and then the next day have the conversation. I tell them, take two, three days, take a week. Think of everything that come out so we can finally move on from that. Okay. Once that door sh slams shut and couples have come back later and thanked me for that mm -hmm. because now they can really move on without these questions keep coming up. And again, the other person now, if they're giving you these, these, these if they're giving you these questions, your part of the covenant is, or, or the agreement, because you broke the covenant, your part of the agreement is you've got to be honest. I don't care. I say you can ask about sexual positions. I don't care. Whatever you want to ask, and they got to be honest. Just, and just hit them all over with the once, and now they can really deal with it, and let's move on. Yeah. Number six, guys, number six. Now, share this video. We got a few minutes left, but I want to get through all of them. Be open to audits. What is an audit, ladies and gentlemen? An audit is when they check up on you, just like the IRS come in and audit the books. Be open when the books are audited. You know, when they call, when they, you know, when, when they call you, that's what you're doing. When they want to check your inboxes, when they want to check your DM, when they want to check your text messages, when they just, you know, where you at? I want to <laughs> meet you where you, I want to meet you where you are. As long as it's not this emotional terroristic things that I was talking about earlier. We don't really realize the the big amount of insecurity that's just set in that person. And when they audit you, and honey, tell me what you think about this. They just want to know that they can trust you again. 
Yeah, and, I, I agree. No, I, I agree. I think that um, it's about understanding and being open to the reestablishment of the trust because the trust has been broken, even though it may get irritating or irritable to feel like you're reporting back or you, you know, you're being checked on or monitored. It's really about just the trust level. That's it. Once you pass the audits, once the books are, are clear and they're clean, and I tell people it only lasts maybe a month or two. Once you check the book, the books are clear, that trust level builds back up, that wall of trust builds back up, the audits stop. Now they may come every now and then, but it won't be as bad as it is at first, but just be open to it. Which brings me to number seven, allow the wounded person time and space to heal. Don't be insensitive and start badgering them. Get over it already, dog. You know, especially men got this bad baby. We sometimes we feel like a month been ten years. It's been a month. Jesus, come on. It's <laughs> it's been a month. Move on already. Listen to me. Listen to me. When you don't give a person time and space to heal, and you're badgering them to move on. And they're saying, I just need time to process. I need time to heal. I'm in this. I'm in this with you. I'm still hurting. but I, And I'm going through the counseling. I'm doing the work, but I'm still hurting. When you're badgering them to move on, here's what you're actually doing. You're demonstrating to them that you really don't really get the revelation about the magnitude or the degree to which you hurt them. Right. And so you have to give them time and space to heal. When a wound has been gashed open, it takes time and time and space to heal. Give them that time. Be patient. They've said they're staying in. They're saying they're working in this with you. I'm just hurt. Don't try to you when you badger when you start and you keep now you start badgering a wound, the wound is not healing. Right. You're really just opening up the wound all over again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So number 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 eight. Have an honest conversation with yourself. Now, Anna kind of, me or Anna, one of us, when we were in her uh, segment, we kind of, uh, one of us hinted on to this earlier. Have an honest conversation with yourself. Now, I want to I just say this because I know my, my audience is going to go berserk, honey. Okay, we ready. I'm not saying that you did anything to make, make this person commit adultery. Okay. I'm not saying you did anything to make this person cheat on you. This person made a decision out of their own weakness to do that. It was their decision to do it. I, I have I made that plain, y'all. Give me some likes, some love. You know, I know you got your I know you got your Wakanda hands folded and everything. No, have I made that plain? Yeah, I made it plain. However, you're gonna have to have an honest conversation with yourself. You didn't make them cheat. You're not responsible for their decision, but you're gonna have to ask yourself a tough question if you want to heal. Was there any neglect on my part? Was there any dysfunction on my part? Was there any toxicity on my part? Was there any shortage that I caused in the relationship that made them long for something that possibly I wasn't giving, doing, or I wasn't available to them within my power to give? That takes an honest person to have an honest look at themselves. I didn't make them do it. I didn't call. I didn't. I didn't go out there and say. I didn't move. You know, they're. You know, I didn't make them do it. But did I? Did I set an atmosphere by which 
there became a shortage in them based on something I wasn't given and I wasn't open to. What do you think about that one, baby? Because that's kind of controversial. Um, I think that there is a lot of truth to that. I think that some people may cheat just because they are cheaters and they have the tendency to cheat. I think sometimes people look for something they may not be getting. Um, I think that sometimes there's been a break or an abuse in the in their situation that may convince them that they have a right to do so. Yeah. There's a lot of different reasons, but I think looking at yourself, doing a self-examination to say, was I a nag? Was I really kind of pushing my spouse away sometime? Even though they, they freely went out there and did that on their own. I didn't give them permission to do so. Yeah. But we do need to check ourselves. That's good. That's good. We do. And just and just honest conversation and go some in a quiet place and, and get away from the noise. Because I know when this happens, we begin to tell people and then we, we tell people that's quite naturally just going to be on our side. Man, I can't believe she did you like that. Girl, I can't believe he did that to you. And then they become your rallying team. And that's great. Everybody needs a team. But there comes a moment where you have to have this honest conversation with yourself. And, and, and just see. And if we're talking about healing because we're not just talking about staying married for the sake of staying married. We're really talking about healing the relationship. And when we're looking at that, you have to have you have to have some uh, have to have an honest conversation. Ramona Hines says, I set an atmosphere. However, he has some real issues as well. And, and that's and that's what and that's what, 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 what Kim was alluding to, guys. You know, there are times people just cheat because they're cheaters. I mean, you know, so but but here's what I'm saying. Just have the conversation with yourself. And if you honestly come out of this with a self-reflective conversation to say, look, I was the best wife or the best spouse that I could be. I, I had nothing to do with that. That was their decision. I, I was giving them the best of me that I had to give. They weren't coming to me with any issues that I was ignoring. I was available to them. That's just what the issues that they had. Right. Then that's OK. I just want you to have the conversation. We are always as a leader, as a husband, as a father, as a friend. I always look at myself and say, was that something I'm lacking or something I could have done better? Right. Number nine. Before I give you number nine. OK, here's what I need everybody to do. It's 48 of us on. Share this video. My last share asked for tonight. And remember, after the show is over, you can now take it. And, and 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 just delete all the shares. But I need everybody to share because we're about to play a great game after I give number nine. I want to get you guys on the horn right now to call 618-230-3839. That's 618-230-3839. We're going to give away a $25 cash app prize. Now with cash app, you don't even have to wait for us to send it in the mail anymore. We're going to add it to your cash app tonight. You just give us your cash app dollar sign in your name if you signed up for cash app i want the first person to call us i need to get somebody on the line right now tonight to give us a call because we're going to play a game at the end of relationship monday you're going to get a cash app prize tonight if you win you're going to go against somebody else this game is going to be so much fun so <laughs> i play oprah and i got my oprah on it's going to be so much fun if you're there tonight everybody somebody give us a call right now 618 230 3839. That's 618-230-3839. Before I give you number nine. Number nine. I want you to give us a call at 618-230-3839.
Call us right now so we can get you on the line for this game. I know y'all want some free money on Relationship Monday. This is going to be a fun game. Hope you guys enjoying how we do this. 618-230-3839. All right. Number nine for how to heal after an affair. Number nine. Here's what I say. And Anna and I kind of talked about this earlier tonight. Seek professional counseling help. There is nothing wrong with a good therapist. There's nothing in the world wrong with a good therapist. If you guys need professional help, a good therapist is someone. Now, here's what I say. You want to go to a seer, a S-E-E-R, a seer. A lot of people decide they want to become a counselor because they want to help people, but quite frankly, they're not good at it. <laughs> you want to go to a seer, somebody who can really pull out of things in you guys that that and see things that you didn't see, revelatory things that you didn't see. I'm always going to say go to someone who's a Christian, even 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 if they don't have Christian counselor on the wall. You want to go to someone who's a Christian because there's a third person in that room that's working, the person of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to say to you, go to a seer because they're going to help you guys. First of all, talk, stop what I call the cross talk. You did this, you did this. And then sometimes we get stuck in the mire and the mud of dysfunction. You need to get a seer. And, you know, I, I look at somebody like Anna who was on earlier tonight. She's a seer, right? I'm a seer. Kim's a seer. Pastor Braff is a seer, able to look into this thing and really pull out the stuff that you guys can't see and not just going through a manual saying, you know, follow A, B, C, D. When you do that, I'm telling you, man, counseling could be some of the greatest things that's happened to you guys. And to me, those are the nine ways to overcome an affair. When you do those things and you follow those steps, you work those steps, you work them in and out. I, I should have wrote a book on those nine steps to kind of have them forever. But you follow those nine steps, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I assure you, you're going to be really on your way to healing from the adulterer's affair. Well, that's what we have tonight on Relationship Monday. I'm going to leave it open. Nobody's calling or you know, nobody's calling. We're going to give away free money or maybe not. We're not gonna we're not gonna beg them to get away with my money, huh, baby? Right. But I guarantee you, it's a great game. All you gotta do is give us a call at 618-230-3839. That's 618-230-3839. This game is is is, is going. I'm gonna be on here just a little bit. Come on, guys. So tell me, what are you guys thinking about relationship money? Again, I know that the numbers are down. When you guys stop watching. I'm going to stop preparing relationship Mondays. We got shows lined up throughout the month of October. But uh, you guys want to watch and tell people about it. And I thank people for the faithful folks that's been watching. Maybe y'all got something else to do. Maybe there's other shows out there I need to be watching with y'all so I can learn. <laughs> uh, but give us a call. We want to we want to play this this game. We got a great game. We can prepare for some for you guys. We need two people to call us. 618-230-3839. I know that there's a call delay uh, here on the show. And uh, yeah, so... We're going to hang on out a little bit. We got somebody that's calling us right now. Thank you for calling Relationship Monday. Who do we have? On, um, who Who's on the air? Wes, give me your first name. I think they hung up. 
All right, so guys, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna give you just one more minute or so. I'm losing my professionalism here. I don't know what happened. It looks like they hung up. Give us a call back at 618-230-3839. 618-230-3839. Tirea Wilburn says, I look forward to Relationship Monday. Someone says, awesome, I needed that. We wanna continue to provide shows that you guys can watch and grow from. Give us a call. I'm st we're still waiting on this game. We're going to have a couple more minutes, and then we're going to spend some married time together at 618-230-3839. All right, guys, here we go. So that's it. Somebody's calling. Uh-oh. Thank you for calling Relationship Monday. Who's on the air? What's your first name? Roll Orlando. Hey, Orlando. We're how you doing, sir? Go ahead and turn me down when you're watching us at home. Married time together. Yes, sir. All right, brother Orlando. We're going to play a game, Orlando. We're going to get somebody else to call uh, to go against you. And this is going to be a fun game. And so what I want to do right now is I want to bring it up. And Orlando, are you? Yes, sir. Okay. I'm here. All right. So here's what's going to happen. When the game starts, I'm going to give you a word. I'm going to give you a word. And you're going to have to come up with songs with that word in it. Okay. You're going to have 30 seconds. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be related to romance. I'm going to give you a word, and you always think of all the songs that you can think of with that word in it. You don't have to have the exact song title, but that but that song got to have that word in it. Are you ready? Okay. Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Give me one second. This is fun. I like these. Five, four, right. three, two, one. The word love. Go, Orlando. Songs with the word love in it. Go. Loving you is easy because you're beautiful. Many ripples. Go. That's one. Go. Uh, love by music soul child. Two. Go. Uh, love and happiness. Our dream. Three. Go. Love is a wonderful thing. Uh, what's his name? Michael. Whatever his Four, name. Four. Go. Is. Come on, man. Uh, uh, love shack. Five. Go. Come on, man. Uh. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, you got five. You got, you got five, Orlando. Hey, Orlando, here's what I want you to do. I want you to inbox me your well, inbox me your cash app information just in case you win. We can send you that money tonight. Thanks for calling, Orlando. Okay, and how do I inbox you? Oh, on the Facebook. Yes, on Facebook at Monty Weatherall, sir. Okay, Thank gotcha. You, sir. All, all right, so Orlando got five guys. That's all you gotta do now. Give us a call. Take them off, baby. Got people calling. Give us a call tonight. I want you to give us a call right now. The next person gets on. I'm gonna give you a word. Orlando got five, and he had the word love. Orlando got five, and Orlando did pretty good, didn't he, baby? He did. He did better than I could have. <laughs> We're gonna give you a word, and you got to beat Orlando's five in 30 seconds for this cash app giveaway. We love giving away stuff. Give us a call at 618 230 3839. That's 618 230 3839. I know they're calling. What's happening? It looks like they're getting hung up because a lot of people are calling. You just keep calling until you get through, guys. We'll be patient. 
We know you're trying to call us. We only have one phone line. <laughs> and so what happens is with the one phone line, honey, it, it, it ties it's busy, it up. Yeah. It gets busy. So keep calling. Don't call. It's going to get through. Anna, Anna, who's again, she just great. You know, uh, I said this, Anna, if we ever did a, 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 a studio where Kim and I expanded our team, I would definitely want you to be on our team to like do a breakfast club type thing on Mondays and just have a something like, you know, we did before with multiple people in the, in the room. I would love to have you in that room with us if we ever do that. Uh, yeah, Orlando did great, Trina. He did. Come on. Come on, somebody else. 618-230-3839. That's 618 two three zero three eight we're into over overtime we're trying to get somebody else on the horn guys all you gotta do is make a phone call do what orlando did you can't go wrong you, you know music baby don't people know music yeah you'd be surprised at how good you can do <laughs> don't be scared y'all don't be scared come on y'all holding us up we ready to go to bed it's getting late okay i'm gonna give y'all one minute. I'm just gonna give it to Orlando. Don't nobody want to compete with them. Yeah. You think that's it, baby? You think they still trying to call? I think we should wait till eight forty-five and see. Okay. Somebody get through. Come on, y'all. So here's what we're gonna be talking about. The show is coming up uh, next week. I tell you about next week's show, honey. Let me find it because uh, next week's show is going to be off the just off the Richter scale. Next week, uh, this is going to be. We got somebody calling in. Thank you for calling Relationship Monday. Thank you for calling Relationship Monday. Who are we? Who we have on the phone? Give us your first name. Trina. Trina. Thank you, Trina, for calling. I think I know this Trina too. Thank you for calling. All right, Trina. I'm going to pull up my timer here. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So, Trina, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you a word. You're going to have 30 seconds. Orlando put five on the board. You got to beat Orlando's five. I would say take a deep breath when you hear the word and just start spitting them out. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Your word, Trina, is five. You. Your four, word, Trina, three, is two, baby. One. Ready? Go, baby. 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 Uh, baby love by the Supreme. Come on. Uh, ooh, ooh, baby two. by the Miracles. Come on. Uh, 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 so you having my baby? Three, come on. Uh, baby, come back. Four, come on. You got, uh, 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 what's another song? Be my baby. Five, you tired uh, of one more. Come on. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I don't know another one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's over. Baby, it's baby, over baby I love you. It's over now. <laughs> Baby, they tied. We didn't. We didn't plan for a tie. No, we did not plan for a tie. Oh my gosh! Are y'all kidding me right now? I'm nervous. <laughs> you did a great job. You did a great, you did a great job. job. Trina. Thank you, first lady. Thank you, Trina. Inbox us your information, your cash app name, and you know what, baby? It's gonna be a double portion. We're gonna tonight. double portion. We're gonna yeah. bless both of y'all the twenty-five dollar cash app game because we didn't get a tie. Thank you. We didn't get a tiebreaker. Thank you, Trina. Everybody give Trina some love. All right. Don't forget to inbox. Don't forget to inbox okay. the cash out. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you so much for calling for, for participating in Relationship Monday. I want to thank the wonderful inbox person who inboxes that question about cheating at the top of the show. As always, I want to thank the awesome Anna Nicole Lacey 
for always being a part of our show whenever I've asked her to serve. Baby, I want to thank you for every day sacrificing your evenings to help make this show better. And as always, the thing I like to say, I love my mama. I love her so much. Mama, thank you for watching Relationship Monday. It's such an awesome privilege to have my mama, to be my mama and be a fan of mine. I want to thank you, the audience, for always watching Relationship Monday. Keep sharing. Keep the love. Good night, y'all. <laughs>